Before we turn to the word, I would like to I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. And pray this simple prayer, Lord, speak to me. Welcome, welcome, welcome to A Revelations Podcast. We're on episode four now. I'm Grant DeVoist. And I'm Cole Deluski. And we are diving in at chapter 17 is where we're picking up uh, in Genesis. Genesis um, it's 17. It's been quite a... It's been quite a uh, an adventure, I guess, so far, huh? Yeah, it's been an adventure. Uh, how would uh, so so we've started this now? Uh, what would has your life changed at all? How how would you describe existence having changed since we uh, started this on this journey here? Well, you know, as I've discussed previously, um, I was aware of all these stories. What's been interesting is some of the minutia that we've gotten into. Some of the things that weren't quite how I remembered them. And uh, I don't want to say that it's been life-altering yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if over the course of time it was uh, as we keep going through. What about you? Are you are you learning some things? Did you not see all of this coming? Um, I'm learning some things. That's fair. Um, I will say this. It's been weird at home having started this. Uh, I know uh-huh. like... like a, you know, the lady will come up and be like, hey, what are we doing? Are we going out tonight? I was like, I can't, I can't. I got to sit here. I got to read this fucking Bible, you know, I don't have time. She's like, I I never thought this day would come. I thought I was free of this, you know. <laughs> sort of the last day. The last thing she expected me to be spending my time. She's like, I don't understand. I'm like, yeah, I got to go in the garden. I got to read the Bible for a couple of hours. You know, I just got I got to put in my time on this. So Yeah, she's probably having flashbacks and stuff. Yeah, huh? she's probably having nightmares. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember when we first started dating, maybe not when we first, yeah, I think when we first started dating and, uh, her parents were trying to get rid of me, um, there yeah. was, uh, and still tried, still tried. I, I think they've given up by now just, uh, because they're lazy, but there was a time where they were like, oh, well make him come to church. I think to try to scare me off or to try to break me or I, I'm not quite sure what the mentality was. Um, I know there yeah. was an instance where, um, so they made me come to church with them every now and then, uh, they would just be like constantly asking, is Cole coming to church this week? Is Cole coming to church? And then every now and then I'd go for the lulls, whatever. Um, nothing better going on. And, uh, all the other, cause she's got a lot of sisters, all the other sisters, boyfriends, they would go to church with them like all the time too. Like it was like a thing. And uh, so they were yeah, like, your heart's just harder to pry open than most. Yeah. 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 And they were like, well, I mean, and then afterwards they'd come and be like, Cole, did you get it though? What'd you think of church? I was like, I don't know. It's all right. And she's like, but did you get it? Did you get why we do it? Do you get it yet? I was like, ah, it's... no, but, um, <sighs> but then early on, uh, like, uh, so it was a Baptist church they were taking us to. And then as a joke, as a joke, 
I was like, well, what we should do is instead of me driving all the way ass out there for some shitty Baptist church, let's just tell her we're going to go to my church, the Catholic church that I've never been to and I have no idea where it is. <laughs> and she freaked out. She was like, I'm not having Catholic grandbabies. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't go. There's a lot of, there's a, you know, churches are a gradient. You've got different denominations. Um, you can't go hard Southern Baptist to Catholic. That is... I mean, that's like telling a physicist that you're going to need him to perform surgery on a toad. Like, it's just not. (laughs) I don't get the reference, but yeah, I'm laughing. Exactly. There isn't a reference. (laughs) There's no, there's not a a trail to connect the two. How many? uh, They're so different. Can I ask you a question? How many churches have you, have you ever gone to anything other than Southern Baptist? How many? Like, have you ever been to another mass or, I don't know what the fuck you'd call it, sermon? Uh... Yeah, so, well, I went to a church when I was living in Juneau that wasn't, um, that wasn't Baptist. Why? And I, and I, and I grew up, I grew up in the Baptist church, but then all my friends went to Methodist church, which you remember. I, I, Um, I mean, as you recall in our hometown, I think I went to all the churches as a fucking, like just, just, I had nothing going on Sunday afternoon. I thought this would be an existential, uh, journey. Sure, sure. Well, the the difference between the Baptist church that I grew up in and went to with my parents and then the Methodist church that I kind of went to as like a high schooler, the differences are so trivial that there wasn't really any a, a difference in, in terms of like doctrine and what they believe and how they, you know, yeah, did church. I never really understood, especially coming from the outside. I feel like it's like... Um... I don't know. I don't know. Because like, I'd be like, I'm like, I don't understand the difference. And someone would be like, you think we all look the same to you? And I'm like, I, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't It's know. very, it's all very petty. Um, and in fact, maybe as we're going through the Bible, when we hit some of those points that I happen to know are points of contention, uh-huh. because I was, I was basically raised getting them screamed at me. Right. You know? <laughs> like, this is, this is, you know, Church of Christ. They believe that you can lose your salvation, which is a, that means that God's not perfect because, you know, if God died for us, then, then you know, how can we lose our salvation? Like, he's the perfect lamb, and if you accept it, then that's it. And it's this whole thing of, like, predestination. You, would you describe it as splitting hairs, on. or would you describe it? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yes. Okay. Not, not across the board. So, like I said, you know, uh, from Southern Baptist to Catholic, there's some huge differences. Right. Uh, but then you've got... It's a gradient. You know, you could probably hop from one uh, denomination to another and, and sort of they all have enough in common with another, with the next denomination over that they're not crazy different. But uh, I'll tell some you, of the gaps are huge. In my opinion, the only difference I really noted, oddly enough, so I never read the legit Bible, but I did read the Book of Mormon because it just seemed funny. Yeah. And I went to the Mormon church. And here's what I'll say no, as someone who's that. as someone who's been to all the churches I can provide this kind of context like I went to the Catholic one on base cuz I got dragged to it by a friend I went to the Methodist one because they uh-huh. had the best basketball courts uh, I went yeah. to the Baptist one cuz that's where you went and then I went to the Mormon one again cuz I thought it'd be funny And I will say this about the Mormon church uh, at least in uh, Niceville uh, they have the best communion I don't know what communion uh-huh. is I don't get it I I never really understood communion uh, which shows you how much I paid attention in church. But um, they use Wonder Bread 
and it was wonderful. Ooh. Yeah. I was like, well, the communion, of course, is a reference, if you will, to the Last Supper, which isn't for a long time. And again, don't want to give out any let's spoilers. Let's not spoil why the Last we'll Supper dive, is. Don't look into that. We'll at dive all. back into the communion in about two or three years when we get to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully, we'll both be dead by then. Uh, oh, yeah. But yeah, they, they, every other church, like, they'd be like, okay, it's communion time. I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And they'd be like, all right, here's a stale fucking, uh, what are those, like, oyster crackers? And I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Is... And it was always grape juice in the churches I grew up in. I think Catholics got real wine. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, I'm jealous. I was always jealous, actually. Yeah. I was trying to get Drinking all no on Fucking Welch's. Uh, couldn't do it. Yeah. All right. All right. So, do you want to maybe run down uh, where we're at right now? Catch everyone up to speed? So, we are going to start on Genesis 17 uh where we are right now is that noah gets off the boat there's been a great flood everyone's working together god comes down kicks everyone's asses confuses them creates all war uh and he's consistently Mm -hmm. one thing that's consistent is that noah's like man i really want to be a dad and sarah's like and i want to be a mom and and god's like that uh like yeah yeah it's coming don't worry and like when's it gonna come (laughs) yeah soon Soon, I, I, it's happening. It's happening. Don't just trust me. Don't be a shit. Just trust me. You know. So um, Abraham's not a good dude. He sends off his cousin. You know, he sells out his wife. Like, tell everyone that you're my sister so that I don't get hurt. You know, and like people just immediately kidnap her mm-hmm. and stuff. There's a lot of shitty things that go down, but the shittiest thing that Abraham does is uh sarah's like i really want us to have a kid i know we have an adopted kid don't know why that's so much worse than the alternative but instead of us raising an adopted child and giving him wealth i want you to have sex with my slave and make her get pregnant because again she's a slave who the fuck cares what she has to say about any of this there's no mention of them asking for permission obviously uh so so they have a fake kid a half kid, but she wants a whole kid. Yeah, yeah, she wants a whole kid. They have a, they have an adopted kid. Obviously, they're not into that. Who would be? Uh, so then they decide, let's have a half-slave kid. And even then, not satisfied. They are like, you know what? I, Sarah's no. like, I changed my well, mind. Well, I think Abram was good. Abram was pro- Abram, actually, let's come back to that. Abram was good. He was like, you know what? All right. If, if, that, if that'll what make you happy. I'll smash. Yeah, I'll yeah. smash. All right. You know, if that's, if that's what you want, you freaky bitch. Uh doesn't stop him from, at the drop of a hat, banishing him to the woods because Sarah uh, decides to Indian give the kid. <laughs> you know what? I said I was okay yeah. with this deal, but I'm not. Yeah, so then she leaves. She comes back because the angel told yeah, her to. Yeah, she leaves. She takes her kid and uh, she takes her, at this point, an unborn fetus. So anyone saying that God hates abortion because all life is sacred, they're a fucking liar. God's totally okay uh-huh. He washes his hands. Abraham sent... Well, okay, I take that back, actually, because Abraham does come back. Okay. Uh, God does come down and be like, you know what? Uh, I know some shit's gone wrong, but you really got to get back to work, slave Hagar. And don't worry. Your kid's going to be fine. He's going to have a bunch of kids. Everyone's going to hate him. He's going to get bullied his whole life, but at least there's going to be a lot of them. And that's uh, basically where we're at. Yeah. Yeah, and and we're gonna we're gonna hop into chapter seventeen with yet another oath. 
another vow made by God. Now, I went back and looked at how many we've had just to Abram so far, not including, you know, obviously Noah had some stuff happen, and, and there's been a few other oaths. But uh, five times now Abram has been promised that uh, that he's going to have kids that are going to, you know, number like the stars. So uh, starting with the call of Abram in chapter 12, you had the first one there from God, and then a second one later on um, after uh, after Abram uh, splits up from Lot, and then you have another one um, after Abram uh, goes and saves Lot from the bad guys. You have like kind of two or three in a row there, and then boom, we're on number five, depending on how you count now. So over and over again in these last uh, five or so chapters leading up to this one, Abram is being promised the world, it's, all the babies. It's arguably God's favorite thing to do at this point. Be, besides genocide yeah. and just messing up mankind in general, he also likes promising Abraham that you're going to have a bunch of kids. Yeah, and so this one, God starts off, he says, I'm God Almighty, walk before me faithfully and be blameless. Now, if there was one word I was going to use to describe Abram, it's definitely not faithful. Or blameless. Probably not blameless. <laughs> yeah, he is. He deserves a lot of blame um, at yeah. this point, sure. So God tells him this. Abram drops down and is like, all right, you know, uh, sure thing God lays prostrate. And uh, he says, you know, again, you're going to be the father of many nations. Um, and uh, guess what? By the way, your name's not Abram anymore. Your name's Abraham, which is, I think, is a name we're much more familiar with. Yeah, yeah. Abraham's a weird name. Abraham uh, literally translates to um, father of multitude. Uh So just basically being like, listen, not only are you going to have so many kids, but it's your fucking name, bro. You know, it's it's the um, it's the equivalent of like. What now would be like modern times, like one of those Japanese sign tattoo. We're like, yeah, it means love and water. That's what it means now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's got a new name. And what better to uh, mark a change in your name than a little snip of the old PP? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, God's like, I know I've been talking about this. I've been hyping this real, real hard uh, that you're going to have a bunch of kids. And I'm coming down again. I'm just telling you it's going to happen. But. I got a, I got something for you, and it's going to fucking sting a little, you know? <laughs> it's going to hurt. So um, so God's like, you're going to have a bunch of kids, but here's the thing. Here's a sign of our covenant. You're going to have a bunch of kids, but you got to circumcise. And yeah. there's and Abraham is, like, Abraham is now like almost 90 years old. Yeah. That's a, you know. He's actually 99 got... years old. Mentions it in yeah, 17.1, okay. yeah. Oh, gotcha. I, yeah, I, I looked at the end of 16. Yeah, I see what you're talking about. So, yeah, this dude, like, you know, at this point, do you really need any body modifications? Like, is that... And I have to at imagine at 99 years old, his dick must have hung like an old sausage. I mean, it, it probably drizzled like a length of wet rope. And, and honestly, I guess that makes this a little bit easier to hear because he can afford to make some cutting mistakes so he can kind of run himself as like a trial because once you start cutting like a baby's dick, if you, if you slip just a little bit, you could do a lot of damage. Yeah. Guess what? She's a lady now, you know? You're, you're, yeah. 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 But, uh, so he's, yeah, he, he is told not only to trim himself up, but all babies at eight years, eight days, eight days of old. age are to be trimmed. And then not only that, Hey, guess what? 
if you're one of those slaves yeah, yeah, that yeah. was bought by the Jews, you get your dick such a, too. Such a giving God that uh, here it is, Genesis 17, 13. He who is born in your house and he who is bought with your money must be circumcised <laughs> and my covenant shall be in your flesh an everlasting covenant. So God is so pumped for Abraham to have a bunch of kids that he's like, you know what? And fucking uh, let's mutilate your slaves while we're at it. Let's do it. Yeah, that's a real, that's a like a quality of life check time. You know, you're like, all right, I'm a slave. I got, you know, captured by these people or bought by these people, whatever. Like, okay, let's make the best of this. This could be good. I'm going to be good to my master. I'm going to try and, like, be a good slave. And then you see them get out the scissors and tell you to drop your shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're at the slave market. The fun's over. Your necks and chains. There's there's Abraham with his bag of gold. And he's like, all right, that guy looks strong. Bring him over here. And he's like, oh, man. I'm gonna, he's like, guess what? You're going to be a slave for the rest of your days. You're going to be cleaning. You're going to be sweeping. You're going to be fucking... I don't know, picking fruits for me or whatever. And the guy's like, oh, man, that sucks. He's like, yeah, it's the rest of your life. But, hey, it gets better. <laughs> I'm going to cut your fucking dick because I'm really pumped about Shwing. having some kids. Um, yeah. And that's the story of circumcision. Uh, Grant, are you circumcised? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> T- double. Double circumcised. They took yeah. too much off. Uh, I think it's a good look. Do you think it should be controversial? What? what? I don't know if we have enough time to get into the controversy. Oh, man. This is quite a controversy, and I definitely don't want to get into (laughs) it. No, no. Let's do it. Let's sum it up. Sum it up. Uh, Would you fucking circumcise your kid? You going to cut that little dick? Probably not. I I would say no. I think think I'm in the no, but I feel like it'd be like like if I had a – like I've known people who've been like, oh, I'm putting money away so that on my daughter's 18th birthday she can get a boob job. And I was like, that's kind of fucked. Oh, I, thought gonna, I thought you were going to say, like, genital. <laughs> no, no, no. You're like, I'm saving up money. When she turns 18, so she can make a choice, I'll let her have a boob job if she wants it. And I was like, yeah, you're a weird dad. But I feel like. Someone actually told you that? Someone told me that. I think. God, where did I hear that? Yeesh. I don't know. But yeah, I've, I've heard that. I've, that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> I was like, man, you're a weird fucking little pervert. Um but I feel like I feel like that's the route I'd take. I'm like, listen, son, you're 18. If you ever feel you got too much dick, <laughs> yeah, I put three sure. grand in it. Like, what about college? I don't got any money for college, but what I do have is, uh... <laughs> you know what? You've been circumcised. A D sleever. Yeah, D sleever. Uh, have you ever seen a D gloving on YouTube? Um, oh, Ugh. if you had, if you if you were 18, you're fresh out of high school. Uh, put yourself back in that mindset. You're fresh out of high school. You're 18. You're going to college. And your dad was like, okay, I got five grand. You can choose. You can get a sweet-ass used car. <laughs> or you could go and get a piece of your dick cut off. What would, what choice do you think you'd have made? That's actually, that's how I got circumcised. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I, honestly, 18-year-old me, I don't fucking know. I, I think. Who knows? I don't know. Not very many people have seen my penis, so I don't feel like it's a, um. Yeah. I don't feel like, I don't know, who cares? Yeah. I think uh, I probably, I, I see it going the way of the dodo. The way of the dodo? I don't think. I feel yeah. like it's like, um, I think my personal opinion, like, it's like, uh, it's like if I had like a unibrow. Uh, I'd probably like, if I'm like, oh, I gotta take care of that. That's weird looking, you know, that's be weird. Yeah. But if, if it was say. like a unibrow no I, one could I, see, I'd probably let it slide. <laughs> 
it's pretty much been shown not to like a lot of people a lot of uh circumcision apologists are all about you know oh it's good for like your health or something which i think is pretty much all i heard that was a wash make believe yeah. yeah so i see it going away i also don't really care that much though like there's a lot of people that are big time you know uh hands off our penis mm-hmm. types and uh, you know i guess if that's what if you want that to be your cause fine but jesus calm down <laughs> like, I, just, I just don't care i feel like i feel like if someone had to be like if i had to could only choose one thing to be angry about and they're like do you know about uh male genital mutilation in the form of circumcision or do you know about dogs getting their tails cropped you got to be angry about what i'd be like ooh. I don't think I like dogs getting their tails cropped. The other thing I could care, I can give a shit about. <laughs> shit. Well, I have both of those in my house. <laughs> yeah, I've got a, me too, I got that. Clipped penis and a clipped dog. I got that German short hair pointer, and every day I look at it, I go, oh, yeah. little tail stub. Oh. Um, but let's talk about. Okay, well, that's, was that enough PPT? That's enough. I think that's enough. I mean, I'm going to come back to it. I think about it all day long. But uh, let's talk good, about good, covenants. Good. Adam got a garden of everlasting life. Noah uh-huh. got a rainbow. Abraham, mm-hmm. hot knife to the dick. And not just him, yeah. but the fucking, his slaves too. Yeah. And here's here's a sign of God's mercy. And the uncircumcised male child, who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin, that person shall be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. Jinkies. Fuck those That's guys. A... Listen, man, show me your dick or you're gone. You're out of here. Um, so then he goes to Sarah. He's like, guess what? You're the fucking lady formerly known as Sarai. You're now Sarah. I'm going to bless you. You're going to be the mother of nations. Again, talking right out of his ass. Just talking a big fart fucking game, you know? Yeah. And, and here we see Abraham even laughing about it. Yeah. <laughs> like he's, it's because he's heard it so many times. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. So there in, chat, in verse 17, Abraham fell face down. He laughed and said to himself, Will a son be born to a man a hundred years old? Will Sarah bear a child at the age of ninety? Like really, God? Oh, this... Really? Uh, yeah, you're. You, uh, God's got jokes, y'all. God's got some fucking jokes. And so then Abraham even says, "Why not Ishmael?" Right there, he's like, "Why? Why can't I already had Ishmael? You know, I porked the slave. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll clip him, and can he do it? Imagine being Abraham's slave at this time." Like, of all the peoples on the earth, you got to go to war to save some dude's fucking cousin. You're being worked to the ground, you know, and now you got to get your dick cut off. It's not a it's not a good time. I like that God also uh, puts up with this shit a little bit, you know? Yeah, and yeah like, like with his whining yeah, and hemming and hawing and all that. Yeah, he's like, no, 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 for reals this time. Uh, I'm going to make an everlasting covenant. We already talked about it. Chop, chop. And uh, one of the things about Abraham, maybe one of the few redeeming qualities. Um, and he's like, but what about Ishmael? You know? And God's like, no, 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 don't worry. Sarah's going to give you a real son. That's who we're going to have a covenant with. Lucky him and his dick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, screw this But case. Ishmael... You know what? I already blessed him a little bit. It's kind of got some uh, strings attached, but there's going to be a lot of him. I'm going to make him a great nation. Yeah, yeah he's going to have twelve rulers under him. Yeah, he's going to have twelve princes. He's going to he, he's going to have an okay life. Not as good as a real son. Not as good as you know. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. 
But uh, but he does get to be circumcised, so there is that. Yeah, he gets that. Ishmael did get the snip. That's something. That's that's free. That's for you to take with yeah. you. You can take that to go. As you get the fuck out of here. Um. And yeah, so Ishmael was 13 years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. That's a fucked up. Rough. Yeah, that's a fucked up. Yeah. I'm a teenager. Yeah. yeah welcome to high comes school, with kid. A lot of shit. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. You're a man of the house now. Yeah. And so God promises him all this and uh, lets him know how it's going to be. And then basically immediately after that, he, God kind of actually shows up in human form, I guess. Is that what's going on? Well, here? let's be clear. Right. This is the only time that God actually sets a timeline. He's like, guess what? Not only are you going to have a kid, but that's right. You're going to a year from you got now. a year. You got a year of uh, you got a year of child free living. You can travel. You can find yourself because after that, it's going to come down hard. So that's uh-huh. Genesis 17. If you ever were wondering, that's Genesis 17. Genesis 18. About it. Things get weird. So Abraham, he's hanging out. He's just uh, sitting in his tent in the heat of the day. He's got nothing going on. He's got plenty of slaves. And he looks up, and three guys are just, like, walking towards him. And it doesn't say. I think it hints at it throughout this entire basic, like, the couple next couple of chapters, that these guys are fucking sexy. Yeah. And what? so I, I read a little bit about the way that Abraham greeted them. And this was very, very, um, I guess the word would be very gracious the way he's treating them, like very respectful. So he runs out to them, which isn't something you would normally do apparently in their culture, Yeah, brings them to his gate, tells everyone to start making food. Like this is a, he is, this is like rolling out the red carpet. He sees three sexy guys come in. He yells at his wife, hey, start making some bread. You guys start making some butter. Some bread? No, 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 not some bread. He says, Get three sias of the finest flour. And do you know how much flour that is? That's 36 pounds of flour <laughs> with which she is to make bread. Yeah, we're going to make the world's how largest much? pizza. That's how much we fucking love these guys. Why? Yeah. Why are they making that much bread? I, you know, I love, I love whenever you guys come to visit us and I want to roll out the red carpet for you, but I'm not going to make you 36 pounds of bread. You don't even want that. You know what? Right? Wouldn't that be stressful? Actually, now that I kind of know that that would be on the table... I kind of, mm. if you were like, like, oh, thank, I, like, I get off the flight, I get in the car, I'm like, oh, man, it's such a long flight, TSA, fucking my butthole, God, everything sucks. You're like, don't worry. I've got 27 loaves of bread, of bread. <laughs> waiting at the, oh, ah, hell yeah. Unfortunately, we had to sell the bed that you were going to sleep on, <laughs> yeah, but like, you can lay on all this don't bread. Don't worry. There's an entire room full of flour. That's how much I'm into you, bro. Yeah. Uh, also, I don't know why I would have to sell the bread, sell the bed. That isn't. That's the last thing I would probably sell. Eh. I have just other things around. So he makes Anyways. them some toast with butter. He washes their feet. Abraham's a good mm-hmm. dude. He doesn't do a whole lot of things well, but he knows how to suck up. Honestly, I think that is yeah, his, yeah. that's his one redeeming quality. When he sees his betters come in, he just bows down, lets them have his wife. Uh, he he does, and so. That or he gives them his wife. One of the two. Yeah, one of those two. <laughs> whatever, whatever it is, he just rolls over and lets it happen. He's a real. He's a sub. He's a sub. So then, these guys basically say the exact same thing that God had said to him in the last chapter. They're like, "Look, we're gonna come back in a year, and by then, you're gonna have a baby, little baby Isaac." And Sarah laughs, just like Abraham laughed earlier. And uh, they're like, "Hey, uh, why does Sarah laugh?" Uh, 
why does she say, well, I have a child now that I'm my old? What? Just because I'm, I'm this old. Yeah. Is, and then, uh, and then this, this, I guess it's God. God says, is anything too hard for the Lord? Yeah. And I think from their standpoint, the answer is yes. He fucking flexes we, on them. She's like, he's like, by the way, had a kid, though. Sarah's going to have a kid. And she's like, Pfft. and he's like, fuck you think? What did you say? And he goes, all R I am a fucking badass on her. He's like, listen, I'm fucking God. You think I can't do this shit? You know? And then Sarah's like, what does she say? She says, says, she says, I did not. Yeah, but Sarah, so Sarah laughs. God calls her on her shit. And then just in keeping with the Abrahamic way, she goes, I didn't, I, I didn't laugh. That was someone else. And he's like, no, but you did laugh. Which I'm so glad. This that's is the most the horrible writing we've encountered yeah, so far. I'm so glad that's in the Bible. Sarah was afraid. <laughs> Here we go. Sarah was afraid. So she lied and said, I did not laugh. But he said. Yes, you did laugh. Yeah, I, oh. I, I saw you the do that intrigue. shit. So here we have Sarah lying to God. Um, but don't worry, nothing happens to her. She still gets to have a kid. Yep. So and uh, go ahead. And then we randomly we we kind of it's weird how we shift angles here. So boom, we're finally getting all this good news. Like the kid is coming within a year, right? Mm-hmm. But now let's talk about your nephew. And his yeah, so plot. no idea why they, so yeah, so God's walking him and his two dudes. He's with these. It's just three guys in a pansexual relationship. Yeah, walking two around angels the and God. I guess is that. Yeah, they call the, the Lord. They call it three guys. They don't know. They can't keep their story straight. But um, the three men get up and they're like, "Oh, by the way, uh, we're headed to Sodom to uh, kick the shit out of it." And uh, here's an interesting thing. So the three men rose. They looked towards Sodom, and Abraham's, like, walking with them, like, hey, you know, escort them to the prop- edge of the property, you know. And the God goes, should I, should I hide from Abraham what I'm doing? We get this nice little inner struggle from God. God's like, I know how yeah. I feel about it when people do it to me, but I really wonder if I should hide from Abraham. God not a very mysterious ways about him at this early stage. No, no mystery. No mystery Just at figuring all. it out. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations there shall be blessed in him, and because I know him so well, uh, I'm not sure I should tell him that I'm going to go and commit genocide. Uh, but he does. He tells him, he's like, listen, man, we're going to go to Sodom. I've been hearing some fucked up shit. I've been hearing some rumors, and I'm going to go wipe it off the face of the map. And I thought this... What's interesting... Oh, okay. So what, what, I, what I really took away from this is that he says, I heard that there's been some bad stuff in Sodom. Not that there is. Not, he doesn't say, I'm God, they're bad. He says, I'm going to go check and see if it's as bad as I heard, which is weird because that's kind of the same type of God that you see going to try and find Adam and Eve when they were hiding and being naked, where it's like this guy doesn't really know what's up. And then elsewhere... He's not paying much attention to his little hobby at this point. Well, I mean, just in the last few chapters, you've seen this God who is omniscient, all-powerful, is able to, like, know everything, know hearts, right? Not even just actions, but, like, know what people are doing Mm -hmm. in their mind. Mm -hmm. So there's, like, this cosmically all-powerful God, and then there's just, like, this kind of trying to figure out what's going just on with regional the people, uh, assistant manager god who's like shows, walking around shows, and talking to hr and being like what's this what are you hearing yeah and this uh from that book i've been listening to on tape it's that's 
pretty clear evidence that you have two different people writing about God. So you've got the one that was probably the priest that made God this all-powerful thing who was writing. And then you've got this other person who was writing, say, at this point, that's showing a more human God, I guess. Yeah, a God that's, uh, you know, a little bit of a butterfingers, you know. Kind of just... Uh, he, just a little. He's not paying too much attention. An absentee yeah. father type God, you know. Yeah, that. there you go. He comes back. But, you uh, come back from boarding Abraham school. Abraham doesn't like it. Yeah. This is interesting. So God's like, listen, I'm going to go eradicate a town. And Abraham's like, what? like Abraham, fucking Abraham, one of the most uh, worst dudes on the planet at this point, as far as I'm concerned, goes, wait a minute. That doesn't quite scan. You're just going to kill everybody? And he's like, mm-hmm. God's like, yeah, 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 that's kind of my thing. You weren't here uh, when I did it the last time, but uh, it was pretty cool. And Abraham's like, what if there's like, <laughs> what if there's like 50 good people? You're going to kill them too? You're just going to commit mass genocide, you know? You're going to kill the good people? Surely, surely. Now, here's the one thing I noticed from this chapter is that whatever you want to say about Abraham, and I got a lot to say about Abraham, he's a negotiator. He's just a crafty businessman. I don't know if I would describe yeah. his people as that, but they are a crafty, at this stage anyway crafty businessman and he's trying to uh yeah i I get it yeah i I just didn't i just didn't laugh anyways (laughs) he yeah he's 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 a little bit weaselly right so he does i don't know if i'd get himself into bad positions and weasels his way out of it whether that's again handing off his wife or banging the slave. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, or in this case, he, he, just working it down. He's the used car salesman of uh, early patriarchs of religion, of the Mesopotamian era. Yeah. And and he gets, so he gets into this kind of ridiculous conversation that makes me cringe. Like, I feel uncomfortable. It's <laughs> like whenever you ask somebody for something and they say yes. This is. And then you're like, well, I wonder if I can get more from this. This is the first example in the Bible, especially, of haggling with God. Um, where God's like, all right, for 50 people, if I find 50 people, I won't kill everyone in the city, you know? And, uh, no, and, um, sorry, Abraham's like, what'd you do it for 45? And the guy's like, ah, I could work a deal, you know, Pawn Stars kind of style, you know? <laughs> like, all right, all right, will you do it for 30? Will you do it for 30? And they're like, well, let's shake hands on 30. And then uh, they're already, the deal's done. And Abraham's like, will you do it for 10? You know? <laughs> And, uh, it is. And I think haggling with God just becomes a thing for all Christians, at least from this point on. Like, uh, well, obviously there aren't any Christians yet, but, uh, yeah, you know, that's just such a theme. Like, oh, God, like, just uh, mm-hmm. just let the let the Buccaneers win this weekend, and I promise I'll stop hitting my kids uh, yeah, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this is arguably one of the best examples I could think of of haggling with God. He's like, he's like um, you know what it's like? It's like, uh, it's like you see... Your uh, husband about to beat your kids, you know. And you're like, what if I blow you? And you're like, ah, I'll only beat Jesus. one of them. <laughs> you know, and you're like, all right, okay, let's see if we can haggle our way yeah. down. That's huh. how. I, so that's, that's what, how so I when you see is. someone haggling with God, that's what you think. Yeah, about. I think of uh, I think of an abusive sexual father. favors to stop domestic violence. Yeah, that's what I, weird. I mean, it's pretty. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna unpack that at all. I think I'll just leave it where it is. We'll leave that right. Leave that. There. Um, so, but it works. Yeah, it works for him, right? God gets all the way down to what ten people, right? Ten people. He's like, all right, okay, this is my. B-. So just so we're clear, if there's ten people that aren't complete pieces, pieces of, shit. of shit, yeah, 
in the entire city, God will not destroy it. God's like, that's as low so as I'll go. That's as low as I'll go. 10. That's the lowest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Honestly, Abraham maybe could have asked for like just five, but he didn't. So not the best haggler. Not the they best They might have haggler. found five. There might have been more room. He probably left some money on the table, but, you know, let's give him a break. Yeah, yeah, ten's pretty low. So those two other guys, they just walk. Um, they go to Sodom, and who do they meet? They meet Lot. He's also just sitting around doing nothing, just like his uncle. Well, he's sitting in the gateway, which I learned is kind of like the big hangout spot. You get like all your uh, your market would be happening at the gateway because it's near the entrance to the city. You would have like a lot of social events happening there. So he, you know, he's just with it. He's in the happening scene. What so this you? is like the pre-antiquity version of like the mall. Because I was saying, yes. I didn't really understand. I assumed Correct. it was kind of like... Uh, if we had public executions at the mall too, maybe. Yeah. I mean, uh, so like the 80s. We can. They did that in the 80s. So he's, so so Noah's sitting... Or sorry, not fucking Noah. I don't want to keep saying it. So Lot's sitting there. Yeah, you're stuck on yeah, Noah. fuck me. Um, so Lot's sitting there. He's there with the, whatever the pre-existing type of like mall Santa would be, you know, and he's hanging out with all the fucking mm-hmm. brat kids. And he sees these two angels walking up. And again, they must be sexy as shit. Because Lot immediately was like, oh, hell yeah, you guys. Oh, man, I'll be your best friend. Come on over here. Uh, come to my house. I'm going to wash your feet. And they're like, oh, thank you. We just had our feet washed just a second ago. But I couldn't, you know, why not twice? Um, our feet are fucking filthy, of course. And uh, Lot's like, you can hang out in my house. Uh, and then the second you wake up, you got to get the fuck out of here, though. Because it's really, this place sucks. Yeah. You know. And they're too pretty. Yeah. She's too pretty to, to live And here. the angels, just like two dumb college co-eds in San Bernardino, they're like, no, we're going to go, you know, just out at night. And he's like, no, don't, <laughs> don't do that. I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to come on too hard, but you do not want to go outside at yeah, night. Yeah, please don't. Not two sexy dudes as sexy as you. He's really ashamed of his uh, city, huh? Yeah. Why, why the hell does he live why here? Why does he live actually? There? Oh, oh, because he didn't want his shepherds to fight with uh, <laughs> Abraham's shepherds. Yeah, but there's got to... What, is there only two places on Earth? Yeah, it's like it's kind of like the people that, like... You ever watch, like, uh, videos of, like, modern day... Like, Flint, Michigan. Why are people still in Flint, Michigan? Well, I mean, that makes sense. They're like... You don't... You can't just move if you're super poor. That's expensive. But I guess that's true. He has sheep. Yeah. Just walk somewhere else with your sheep. They eat grass. You can eat the sheep. Go. Yeah. He has men. Take, right. He had people. Take your sheep. Get the fuck out of there. Now, if you live in, if you live in a city that's so horrible that two pretty dudes are gonna get raped, <laughs> no matter where. Like it, it wasn't like, oh yeah, we can hang out in this part of the city. No, it's like you can't go outside. You will get raped. You know what? I take back the Flint, Michigan, because that is complex. I'm gonna say Gotham City. It's more like Gotham City. Yeah, that's actually a stupid place to live. Yeah, like you're, there's people threatening the city with fictional. nerve gas, and you're like, ah, yeah. but I this is where this is our home. Fuck Batman. Yeah. Yeah, fuck all that. Um, so, what does Lot do here? This is great. This is I want to say in this next passage, Lot becomes Lot is to dadding what Abraham is to husbanding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This and is so a, these are some good people. Uh, this, this is my favorite passage, I think, in the Bible so far. Uh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. See, so, so he makes them a feast. He makes the unleavened bread, and he's like, "Okay, you guys, you go lay down, you rest up." But before they can, the men of the entire city 
this is my favorite passage. This go is ahead, what I was go trying ahead, to go read. Ahead. Before they had gone to bed, all the men, okay, every single man <laughs> yeah. from every part of the city of Sodom, every single man in Sodom, both young and old, surrounded the house. Okay? <laughs> I love, they've been there probably not even like three hours. And and there's old people like getting up out of their fucking wheelchairs and like getting off their porches. They're like, hey, did you see the football game? Fuck the football game. Did you see those two sexy dudes at Lot's house? Like, oh, let's all go, everybody. And so every single man from Sodom is outside of Lot's house. And uh, they're calling out to him. They say, hey, where are the men you, that uh, came to you tonight? Bring them out. So that we can have sex with them. So that we may nice. know them carnally. Which yeah, is great. I think that's the same thing. So, obviously, so that's that's a lot. That's a lot to unpack. Woo, yeah. So imagine that. You're, 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 uh, you bring in two people in your house. So Lot lives in a place where every sexy guy is in danger of being raped by the entire city. Everyone. And Lot's still cool with it. Lot lives there. He's like, hey, listen, uh, do you think he was just jealous? Uh, that they didn't want to bang him. Yeah, they didn't want to bang him. <laughs> he, he's been hanging out at the gate, just hanging out. Just having it, you know, he's just he, he lives there too. He's just hanging out there. And then all of a sudden, two sexy guys come in. And it's like, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> They're just trying to get... <laughs> <laughs> well, have you ever seen an angel? You might have the same reaction. Yeah, I... Let's not be too fast to I mean, judge Lot the people of Sodom. So we'll, we'll let God judge the people <laughs> of Sodom. <laughs> so um, this is probably my favorite part of the entire Bible, at least especially of what I've read okay. thus far. So the chapter, so the verse is right yeah, after my yeah, favorite yeah, yeah. part. So, okay, you can tell it. Uh, do you want to? I love this part. No, you got All it. All right, so, so, uh, so the town of Sodom just surrounded the, village, uh, the, the Lot's hut. And they're like, give us your fucking, mm-hmm. those two dudes. We want to fuck this shit out of them. And uh, Lot's like, please, please, my brethren, uh, chill out, chill out. Don't, you're, you're being really wicked. Listen, I have two daughters who have not had sex. Let me bring them out to you, and you may do to them as you wish. Just please don't do anything to these two strangers that I just met tonight. Uh, they are my, they yeah. are my guests. Just whatever you do. I know he learned that line from old Uncle Abraham. Yeah, Uncle Abraham, he's learned Just, this thing. I, the human shit. I have spare women around. Take them. Yeah, he's. Uh, they they are his get out of jail free cards as far as they're concerned. Uh, the women. Did do you think the angels explained to Lot why they were there? Uh, they haven't definitely ex- doesn't mention. They haven't it. explained anything. They've just been hanging out, eating his bread, and um... well, I mean, he, they sat there and they had a meal with him, so it's possible, I guess, right, that they would have said, "Oh yeah, by the way, we're here from God. If we meet some nice people in your town, we won't destroy the whole place." And so that maybe is why Lot's like, "Yo, yo, yo, everyone, get out of here! Just fuck my kids." Don't, so that's don't, so don't. so in your mindset. <laughs> So in your mindset, Lot is sitting there. He's talking to these angels. They're like, listen, we think this place is wicked. If um, if we see that everyone is wicked, we're going to raise the city to the ground. So rather than let the good people of Sodom raise, be raised to death, Lot's like, what if I just give them my daughters? Which doesn't even make sense. I have the perfect so analogy. He's like, they're being so evil the- that they're going to all get eradicated. Let me um, try to mitigate things by letting them fuck my kids. 
this is this is an even better analogy than my um, the Tower of Babel was God going into the basement and knocking over the kids' computer. Okay, <laughs> okay, you're at home. All right, you make yourself a nice steak sandwich. Right, All right. Uh, I can picture it. Beautiful sandwich. Everything on it that you could ever want. Right. Suddenly, animal control shows up. At your house. <laughs> okay, they heard that your dog has been biting kids in the neighborhood. Okay, which yes is true. Right. Okay, so. They come in, they have a kid with them that they use as, like, the litmus test. <laughs> I think Animal Control has kids, right, right. For, to see if dogs bite yeah. them. So they come in, they're like, hey, this is our bite kid. <laughs> uh, we're going to see if your dog bites it. And if it does, we're going to put down your dog in front of you with a gun. Uh-huh. And so you come in, and you're like, oh, shit, oh, shit, I know my dog's going to bite this kid because <laughs> that's what it loves doing. And so as your dog is charging the child to maul it, you throw your steak sandwich in between the dog and the kid. Right. And you're like, fuck it. You know, I put my soul into making this sandwich. It's the most important thing to me, but it needs to not eat yeah, the kid right you'll now. You'll be able to tell be put the, the, the animal cat, just look at He just loves sandwiches so goddamn much. But I would get out of here as soon as possible. <laughs> but yeah, your dog still just I know there's only like off. 130 of these guys, but I imagine those two daughters in about, you know, Six, seven. There has to be thousands. In about six, thousands seven hours, they're going to get tired of my daughters. Then they're going to be back to banging on my door. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Fuck. Hey, that's what would have happened. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, rough. rough. Some rough sauce that he's uh, just fine with throwing to the wolves. So, yeah. So, again, Lot sees an angry mob outside. They want to fuck two strangers. Lot's like, don't worry, guys. I have the best idea. <laughs> Wait, and now, now Lot even gets what he's been. You propose he's he wants them to bang him too, right? Like the jealousy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he offers up his daughters, and what did the men of the city say? No, get out of our way. This guy came here, and then they're talking about Lot. They're like, this guy came here as a foreigner, and now he wants to play judge. Like he's judging us for wanting us wanting to fuck his strange. Yeah, I love that they, they. I love that it turns into that. <laughs> they're like, ah, oh, look at this lot guy. He thinks he's better than us. Boo, boo him. And then they're like, we're gonna fuck you too. Yeah, they're all judging on <laughs> lot. They fucking hate him. Uh, they said, they said, let us in, or we're gonna do, we're gonna treat you even worse. Which I don't whoa, know whoa. what's worse than getting banged by everyone in the city. We'll deal, but. we will deal worse with you than with them. That's gotta be pretty fucking bad. <laughs> like if you think if you're like we all want to fuck you, you know what I bet it was? I bet they, uh, I bet they uh, it'd be some like BDSM action or some shit. They're just gonna be like, it's gonna be like that scene from Pulp Fiction. Yikes! <laughs> that's what I. That's what I. Um, I'm gonna write that in my Bible here. See Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. They're gonna okay. get on Pulp Fiction. So. So they have, what the angels being angels they pull throw some pocket yeah throw some pocket sand <laughs> yeah they no they pull lot back in the dudes are busted in the angels blind them yeah pocket pocket sand doesn't stop them these fucking sodomites they're so fucking horny that they're blind and they're still trying to fuck they're like their only issue is they can't find the door they're just rock hard trying to use it like a fucking uh, divination rod <laughs> little battering rod. <laughs> They're like, uh, like, absurd, like, I, and these guys aren't circumcised, so they're going to get stuck on everything. Oh yeah. You know, they're going to, I swear that's got to be so full of splinters by the time they're done. <laughs> it's probably catching on it. Like sleeves on a fucking I guess they have chair. more protection. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love it. How horny would you have to be that, uh, you go blind 
And you're still, you're still trying to fuck. You're still trying to get you it. You know what? Um, well, these people were there. Clearly, that's how horny you have to yeah, be. You gotta be there. I guess angels just do this to you. They must. Um, so again, well. Hmm. So yeah, these are just some horny guys. So. And then the angels leave, right? They blind the people. The angels get out. Well, the, and so Lot's like, "All right, it's going down." Yeah, the angels you go know? to Lot and are like, "Hey, now they've not mentioned this before, but they're like, okay, you know how those daughters you just tried to offer up and you said they're virgins? Get their husbands and let's get out of here." The yeah, like just your immediate family. The previously, uh, you know, the we have not mentioned them before, but these girls in this whole instance, they had uh, husbands who've not been consulted on any of this. You know, and apparently have never had sex. Yeah, I, I is it is was Lot lying? It, he was lying about the virgins. Probably it was like a spam. Email. Are we just assuming that Sodom has such great gay sex that like the women get married and they're just sitting there bored, twiddling their thumbs, like jeez, right? No, I think I think it was just clickbait. Like <laughs> this is like whenever you get it. This is like when you see an ad. On a website that's like, ooh, hot virgins near you want to, you know, see you this weekend. Yeah. But I'm like, that's my mom. I know she's not <laughs> yeah, she had me. Hey, hey, wait a minute. That's fucking, yeah. So, yeah, totally, definitely. So, I, I when I read this, I just assumed that uh, the dudes were so busy banging each other that they just didn't even have time for their wives, you know? Yeah. They're yeah. like, no man's, no, no woman's going to understand a man the way a man does that's true you know? yeah you have the equipment and the only way i can get off is if a guy is jerking me with hands like sandstone you know from, from huh. work at the fields i don't know i guess are too soft um yeah if i had to guess so lot goes to the his two son-in-laws and he's a sons-in-law yeah. that's how you say mm-hmm. it you have to put the plural part mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. son mm-hmm. we should spend more time on that law. yeah um, so he goes to these two lads and he's like, all right, guys, look, God is going to destroy everything. Let's get out of here. And obviously, like when anyone tells you something like that, you're you assume they're joking. Yeah, they don't believe because, him. So no, why would you? Uh, yeah. So lot. He doesn't really give a shit. You know, he, they're like, OK, so he's so lots just seen all this shit go down. The angels of God, they just barely got out of a fucking butt fucking that the world, like the whole, the biggest butt fucking on the planet. Yeah. They tell him, hey, you got to get the fuck out of here. And Lot's like, okay, I'm going to tell my sons-in-law, but I'm not going to spend like too much time really focusing on it. I'm going to let them just think it's a joke. I'm just going to leave it at that. All right. Mm-hmm. And then it's time to go, but Lot's just not. Why, why does Lot love Sodom? I don't think they go into that enough, but they're like, uh, they're like. I can assume. Yeah, I can assume it's all the Sodom. He's like, it's I, the I like the place. <laughs> I just like the weather. You know, it's such a nice place. Like, you really got to get out of here. Not only are you in danger of getting uh, raped to death by a mob, but we're about to uh, raise this place to the ground. It's about to be just ash, and 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 poop. And lots well by the literal definition of the word, these people invented blowjobs. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah, I'm sticking around. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, you guys go, go without me. I gotta make sure this place is tidy. And uh, the angel's like, you really gotta get going. And then like the next day, he's still there, 
trying to get all his rocks into a bag and, and making sure that, you know. Yeah. Um, and they're like, you really got to get out of here. And, I mean, you and me, we're from Florida. We know what's up. You see a hurricane coming, you're fr- at the last minute, you're still putting up plywood. You never. There's no way to be prepared enough to leave a city right before God crushes it and turns it into a boiling lake of fire, right? Like, you're just. There's always going to be, oh, I forgot my phone charger or whatever. Yeah, so Lot's just fin- dicking finally around. finally the angels say the, no. The angels are like, you know what? That's fucking it. So they just teleport him out of there. And they're like, get out of here. Don't look back. You're in a real rush. Um, And Lot decides, again, at this moment, they're like, you need to go hide in the mountains. And Lot's like, listen, the mountains, that's not really for me. Um, yeah. I, I'm kind of what you would call a dandy, I assume. And uh, he's like, listen, a sodomite, yeah, yeah. I'm just a, I'm just a dandy, you know? Uh, he's like, listen, um, there's a city right over there. That's like tiny. How bad could it be? It's super tiny. You know, let me go there and my soul shall live. I will say this lot does seem like quite the dramatic. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't look. And just like you said, like he's not ready for life outside of the city. Yeah. 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 He's just a, I know people like he's that a city slicker. Yeah, and uh, so they get the hell out of there as they're running away. Heat on their back. Everyone knows this part. God's wrecking the fucking place. And um, in my Bible, they specifically state that this is just another instance of women being bitches. Uh, Lot's wife heeding her earthly desires. We haven't mentioned anyone. You know, she she's like, oh, I've got to be a. I, I'm, I'm gonna. This is my time to be disobedient. She looks back, boom, pillar of salt, no more wife. Uh, it's over. It doesn't even say anything about desires in my Bible. It just says, you know, on a whim, she looked back. Because who wouldn't? And why can't you? Uh, like, come on. Okay, so in, in my concordance here, it says Lot's wife was exercising her personal desires and refusing to obey her husband or the Lord. Uh, and that's why she got what had come into her. <laughs> so it's just because. All right, all right. There's, uh, there's two people, okay? Yeah. Let's lay this out for you real quick. There's two people. One of them has once and will once again try to hand out his wife as his sister to have sex with uh, rich people Mm -hmm. and uh, doesn't believe God, bangs his slave Mm -hmm. uh, because he doesn't believe God, Mm -hmm. and is still going to be the patriarch uh, for the entire religion and people. Mm -hmm. And then there's this lady who accidentally turned around. Who, I'm, who, uh, who who gets turned to salt for I'm it. thinking what it is, is it's like, um, so Lot's happy to live in Sodom. He loves it. Um, something about sure. something about the place he just loves. And Lot's poor, poor wife, she's just sitting there twiddling her thumbs like, oh, when is he going to get back from the gate? He's, he's out there every night just hanging out by yeah. the gate. And uh, she finally sees her chance to escape, and she takes the uh, the hero's way out. Yes. She's like, you know what? And I think I'm done here. The sham of a marriage. Yeah. If I guess it, it could be like a big metaphor for her still kind of being in Sodom. Like it was still, she was one of them, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what this is about. Was like she, her heart was yeah, still. Yeah, they don't mention his Sodom. wife prior to this. I assume that he married a sodomite. It doesn't really. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We should know, but I don't. I'm surprised he let that get but away. But fortunately, from 
he has a little backup plan up his sleeve. Yeah, so he goes to well, he, he goes so they, they they yeah, so I I can also sort of say that there is a lot of confusing things that backs up the kind of idea that two people wrote this shit. Because Lot leaves, he sees a tiny little village, he goes there and they're like, and that city was called Zor, which we've already heard about like a thousand times, you know, like, therefore, the name yeah. of the city was Zor. What do you mean, therefore, the name? The name's been named before. Because Zor means, Zor means small. Oh. But, um, so he goes to Zor with his two daughters. His wife is dead. She's a pillar of salt. They never go back for her. Uh, but he's afraid. Lots of, you know, courage is not necessarily a, a family trait uh, in the patriarchs of the Jewish religion. Uh, and they decide, no, no, no. you know, not this, not at this not, point. We're going to get into let's some get into some badasses dudes. later, hopefully. But this guy, yeah. he's like, you know what? I know I argued real hard to go live in Zor instead of up in the mountains, but I've seen the air in my ways. This place is kind of scary. It's a little bit dark at night. Um, let's just go back to the caves in the mountains, um, like you do. And obviously, this is walking distance, so I don't know why. So the two daughters, they're in their cave with Lot. They're dead. And they're like, oh, man. Now we're... Mom's dead. Mom's dead. Uh, we live in a and cave. And you see this in a lot a lot of times in families. Like old pioneer families where, you know, the wife would get eaten by a cougar or a mountain mm-hmm, lion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the daughters have to really step up and be the mom, the older daughters. Yeah. And they took it... They took it a little bit too To an extreme. Far. Yeah. So Lot and his daughters, they're up in the fucking mountains... They're like, oh, man, what are we going to do? It's so important that we preserve the lineage of our father. That's all they can think about. They're good daughters, you know? And Sure, that's what they're the, thinking and about. And the older daughter's like, you know what? Uh, one, our husbands are dead, but, you know. Um, yeah, because But they we've never been... Joke. So these are two virgins up in a mountain, according to Lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can't give this kind of ass away. I mean, he tried. He tried to give it to they're not. City. They're not virgins. He was like, hey, does let's, anyone let's want drop the any of these? Does anyone want any of this? I, I can't give this ass away. Uh, let a, you know. And they're like, you know what? This is our only chance to bang. Let's get our dad drunk and date rape him. Yeah. Or just yeah. regular rape him. They Bill Cosby him. They Cosby These are the first Cosbys. The first Cosbys. Yeah. The hot Cosby. <laughs> Gross. Okay, so yeah, they get him drunk. They get him Noah drunk, right? They get Not him, regular they get drunk. Him, He's Noah. Yeah, they, they slip drunk. some quaaludes in his fucking drink. And uh, they just have their fucking way with him night after night, back to yep. back. So the old, yeah, the older daughter does it the first night. And then the next night, she's like, hey, I did it. Dad has some good dick. Yeah, that's an, your turn. Right. And so they. And so then the little one does it. And they both get knocked up. Lucky them. Um, and. Thereby, we have the Moabites and the Ammonites. We're, we're from these two uh, little trysts, if you yeah, will. Yeah, so if you ever met anyone who uh, claims to be a Moabite or a Ammonite. Yuck. Just tell them yeah, yuck. Let them know that they are fucked up in the head. Like they are all just fucking gross. So I think that's, that's probably as far as we're going to be able to read today. Yeah. And it was only three chapters, but they were very dense. There was a lot happening. There's a lot of meat in those chapters. I mean, it's certainly um, disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we 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 got to see Abraham entertaining guests. We got to see Sodom 
judged hard, right? We got to see some of the crazy things uh, that were going this on is there. A, this is know. the Old Testament at its best. People fucking their kids. Yeah. People outrunning an angry mob interested in butt-fucking them. Uh, Can I just say, thank goodness. Shopped. Thank goodness uh, God saved Lot from Sodom because that guy just went on to really be a shining example of morality. Yeah. Knocking up his daughters. Well, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Thank, uh, it's, <laughs> I love that that was who they saved. That was the best thing they could find in Sodom was a guy who was and, willing to and can throw we just, his kids to an angry mob. Can we just say this? I think that, uh, you don't get so, you don't get so drunk that you don't know you're knocking up your daughters. No. <laughs> you think he didn't know? You think he woke up and his best was split? And he's like, what? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just kind of like, well. He stepped out of his cave, two different ways, all over his shoes. He's like, oh, what the hell? Man, I'm... Yeah. You yeah. ever notice how after and, you get uh, really drunk, your ass he wasn't gets... Get... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, though, like, he was, I mean, he knocked up his daughters, right? Like, so he was... He was getting. I don't know. Let's not get into it. Let's just say. Well, I mean, that we don't, I'm glad. We don't, okay, we're not going to victim blame Lot. He's he, he's a victim of rape. No, incestual. Yeah, rape. he but was molested I by those girls. He was doing. You think he knew what he was I doing? Think he, was doing. <laughs> he, he groomed them. He, he raised them in Sodom. He raised them in Sodom. Uh, he tried to give them. He tried to like give them to an entire city to rape. That's true. You think it's like uh, so they're ahead. damaged because of him. Yeah, it probably wasn't. Like that's a, all they know. I don't think there's any implication that it was a, a healthy home. No, no, it wasn't. It definitely was and, not. And he 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 missed his wife because she is just a pillar of salt. Yeah, he knew what he was. So doing. he gets to Zor. He's having a hard time on the dating scene. He's old. He's like, oh, yeah. you know what? You know what I got to do? I got to reduce the competition. It's. Bingo. It's kind of like um, now I'm kind of thinking about it. You, you ever seen like uh, there was this documentary I saw where it was like some of these uh, cults in the desert. I think most of them were Latter Day Saint cults, where the sure. second men come of age, they banish them. Be like, ah, right, now I'm old, but uh, I'm just gonna. Oh uh, yeah, it's yeah. Just me and a bunch of chicks, and that's how I like it. That's what's best yeah, for me. Very cult like. Yeah. He had the first cult, maybe. It certainly if doesn't seem like healthy Abraham. people capable of critical thinking, you know. I mean, look at this. His no. wife, she took the first ticket out of there. Uh, the, the, the mob, they're, they're, they're familiar with the this The original salt bay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, obviously Sodom, they knew about his fucking tricks. He probably, probably had something going on. And uh, they're like, yeah. yeah, we don't want your ass. You're all busted up ass lot. We're we're here for uh, <laughs> we're here for those tight tight for angels. the angels, yeah, tight angel ass. Ooh, yeah, funny book. Um, well, that's uh that's the end of chapter 19 then. So we'll pick up in on chapter 20 yep. uh, next week and see how far we get. It's going to be a lot more dense stuff happening. You know, I think soon we're going to get to a part of the Bible that. We're kind of breezing through, like where it's a lot of lineage and rules and stuff. Yeah, but I, uh, there's just so much happening that's so critical to like the rest of the biblical story right now. And you know? what do we? So what does all this mean? I mean, uh, let's let's let's. I know we're taking it at its literal face value, but what's the allegorical sure. value of this story? What is the message here? Well, a lot of it has to do with I think God's covenants and like God establishing 
wh- who his people are and why they're his people and what he has promised them, right? So it kind of, it just, you know, I don't know a lot about other creation stories. Um, obviously, and I'll, I'll talk about it more next week, I think, because mm-hmm. it's not really, we haven't got into it yet, but a lot about, you know, where Ishmael lands in the Bible versus where he lands in the Quran. So a lot of this is all also, you know, split with the other Abrahamic religions. So, um, yeah, I yeah it's just, it's, it's laying a foundation really, um, it, for what God expects of his people. Is that what, is that what, is that what you took from it? I feel like, yeah. So what do you got? As far as you're going to hear me flipping some papers here, as far as like, if this was, um, an Aesop's fable at the end, you'd be like, what does that mean? You know, um, there's the literal sort of like instructions part of the book like hey from now on you cut your dick like okay all right god whatever you say um and this marks you as my people which is cool Mm -hmm. um i feel like and i and i i don't think i'm the first guy obviously to to make this assertion but it feels like a lot of it is trying to uh make people obedient i don't know what the i don't know what the what a better term for that be yeah. but is that all they really got going for them is that if if i was like explaining the story they'd be like listen this guy fucking sucks him and his fucking cousin and his wife and they're all shit but they do what god tells them i'll give them that except for sarah <laughs> well yeah but uh i don't know i think it also shows you know from a from a faith standpoint it's showing here are these people are humans. Here's the mistakes they made. Here's the things that here's the suffering that they endured because of it. Right. Mm-hmm. So it shows that it's, you, you know, one, if you do make mistakes to errors, human, right. Uh, Ben Franklin say that mm-hmm. anyways, that <laughs> something about fish even God's chosen, even God's chosen people <laughs> were humans, you know, that they had these problems and that they didn't, didn't sort of, you know, whitewash this with like, oh, and Abraham was perfect. And Sarah was, you know, Sarah was always faithful and knew that she was going to have a baby and blah, 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 blah. There's ups and downs. And it, it does have an interesting human element to it, despite it being this. Um, I was going to say that, too, that it is. It's kind of weird. I think more so than any of the other characters of the Bible that I've seen thus far, you're just more aware of their motives, you know. Yeah. Like, you can, and you see them laughing and doubting and why. Yeah, you know, you know Abraham's. You're, you're walking across the desert with them and seeing. Abraham's this. a living, breathing goof, who you know he just lives around. He's fucking around. He's like, oh man, I really don't know how to do anything well. Uh, my, the, I had sex with my slave. That didn't really work out. Uh, you know, my wife. I think it's important. I think, and this is something you hear a lot in churches, is that, like, God meets you where you're at, and that's what's happening here, and that's probably why that's the kind of thing they say in churches, is because he'll take whatever it is, if it's this person's destiny or they're the chosen one or whatever, and make he'll give you what you need to get there. Like, you're going to err. God's going to make it all right. I mean, as long as you're one of his chosen people and you cut your penis. Of course. Yeah. Of which there's no mention a lot getting a snip. I mean, they haven't really... No, no, I don't. Th- he couldn't have yeah, really. I mean, the, the way this. Imagine is. getting that letter. <laughs> like you're sitting at the gate. 
you're hanging with your bros. You get a letter. Abraham is like, by the way, name change. I'm no, don't call me Abram. I'm Abraham. And also, mm-hmm. I've got a task for you. You got to uh, cut off your penis a little bit. Just a little bit of your penis. Ouch. <laughs> That'd be a fucking <laughs> get that letter. Oh my god. Yeah. Mm. It's a funny book. Uh, I don't. I don't get what this part of the book is necessarily about per se, except to say that Sodom is depraved and that uh, gays are evil. Because I don't really understand what Sodom yeah. did beyond that. There, there's no real mention. I mean, yeah, they're rapists, so we'll we'll take that from them. They don't. They don't. They're not asking for consent. Um, yeah, and it didn't. Uh, it didn't really dig into what their other sins were. Yeah. Um, but you can see why, in modern times. Sodomite was narrowed down to what it is, just because that was the only really example we got. It is a, yeah, it, definitely. There's no. It's yeah, not. like they were probably doing other bad stuff, like illegally downloading movies. Or <laughs> yeah, they were, uh, there's a whole shit ton of. But we don't call that sodomizing. There's a whole shit ton not of sodomizing the fraud. film industry. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think no matter what time you are, if I was in a house and uh, an entire city was out there trying to rape me, I, I'd be like, man, this is not a good place. This is not a place I'd raise a family. Or maybe it would be your thing. <laughs> maybe it is. Who maybe your lot, and you're There's having a hard time for letting everyone. go. Uh, yeah. All right. Funny. All right. Well, there we go. It's episode four. Chapters 17, 18, and 19. We'll pick up on 20 next. If uh, you don't already, follow us on Twitter, at Revelations. We post memes and episodes there, so you can be in the loop. And if you have any suggestions, hit us up there, or send us an email at irrevelationspodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.